What if I told you ecstasy is your natural state? It's not about being happy all the time. It's about being real, shining a light on our shadows to the point where there's nothing but light. My name is Katie Barbaro, and I'm on a lifelong quest to move towards what lights me up and makes me the meest me I can be. And I invite you to join me right here on Casual Ecstasy. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello. (laughs) Welcome back to Casual Ecstasy. So this is episode three. I want to be very transparent. The first two episodes were recorded. Oh, I didn't do the math. It's like probably four months ago. Right now it is August of... 2021 and um, I'm sitting here in Park City, Utah in my living room with my boyfriend Joshua. Here I am too. Also, what's up? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) As my guest, I'm very honored to have you here, even though you'd be here regardless of us doing a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is where you live. Let's get real. (laughs) I would just be sitting here listening to you do it. Exactly. So it's (laughs) nice to do it together. But what's fun. Okay. So the reason we started recording now is related to on episode two, I interviewed Aisha Salem and now she goes by Pema Salem. Important. Possibly for looking her up purposes. Um, But I think your website's still the same. AishaSalem.com. Okay, well then forget I said anything. Um, but you're right. I'm not saying you're not right. I'm joking. We're d- we just decided, I was like, okay, we're going to record this podcast, but it's not about us being right or having a lot of <laughs> wise things to say. We're just going to get real. We're not here to teach something. No. We're here to carve out our insides and offer them up on a silver platter. Ouch. And just to warn you, it may give me gas. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sometimes I have burps and other stuff that's crazy. This is my boyfriend, and <laughs> he's very attractive. If I'm if I'm moving through a deep somatic process, I, I consider it normal. I don't want it to shame normal. any kind of bodily function. No, we love, we really embrace the bodily functions here. Um it's Keep them coming. A, it's a, it's that kind of party. It is, yeah. I guess this is your official <laughs> content warning. <laughs> there may be gas. Uh, okay. And may the may the games begin. <laughs> may the games begin. <laughs> so we started mm-hmm. recording right now because, um, well, maybe Joshua, you could talk more about what the process you're going through. If oh you want to, or I can. Sure. I mean, I think that's what the whole freaking podcast is going to be about, right? So, so like. We yeah. What are you experiencing right now? What's going on inside of you? There's a storm of ruin. <laughs> so far, it sounds like you're just talking about your bodily function still. No, no, no. This is like really like, you know, you were, you were giving this, uh, analogy earlier of the magma and the volcano maybe you could catch us up on that that's kind of what it feels like oh yes 
Okay, that's actually why we started recording. Yeah. Because you were like, you should be recording this. And I'm like, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and now our conversation continues where it left off and you just get to hear it. Great. Instead of have us tell you about it later. Yep. Now it now is later. That's true also. Yeah. And now is now. So we're talking about this experience of expanding our container to allow for all of the raging feelings and emotions to flow through us internally. And of course, that sounds like a concept and not so much a visceral thing. So we were kind of exploring different metaphors of how to do that. Like, how do you do that in practice? Oh, cool. I need to just expand my my nervous system's capacity to hold more intensity. You know, that's like a, that's a, that's a common thing. And like what, I don't know, polyvagal theory, trauma, healing stuff. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like, um, bringing more presence and relaxation basically mm. into, um, intense experiences is like allowing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basically, um, expanding our container to hold more safety when we're triggered or when we have intense emotional experiences. Right. Yeah. And, um, sorry, I was forgetting what I wanted to say. (laughs) That's okay. Oh, I remember now I was going to say, I am currently in the third week of a three week um online men's retreat with Aisha. Which is why I brought that up. Which oh. is why she brought that up. <laughs> and I forgot to say that. It, me too. So um this I I had some things click for me in my conversation with her today and the second to last day of uh six days of the three week retreat and Yeah, and Katie's helping me uh, with different analogies so I can kind of just experience it from multiple dimensions what what this uh, is that's, I don't, I don't want to use like car words, but it feels like I'm repairing a connection with myself. Um, you know, I'm just, I'm hesitant to, objectify myself in the description but I do feel like I'm repairing um, some aspect of my awareness mm-hmm. it's so funny you didn't use any car words except for I don't want to use a car word no but repair <laughs> oh yeah repair yeah yeah I guess you know of course it implies that there was something that needed repairing exactly but yeah. yeah I like the concept of remembering this connection like this this uh it's just kind of like clearing away yeah remembering it has a different connotation than repair yeah like your state of wholeness and coherence has always been here and the repair that's needed is just clearing away that which is not you and that which is not And, and when perceptions are repaired it, they're not 
they're not like um, you anyway. So you can you can objectify thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's not you know, and perceptions are just thoughts. Yeah, it's like um, yeah, it's kind of like okay, whether you realize it or not, you are a perfect divine being of light, and you're basically. It's just like a matter of whether your perception is aligned with the truth and that reality. Right. Like, yeah. So we're just aligning your perception with reality, (laughs) (laughs) which is so cool. Yeah. And the coolest news is that reality is safe. That's the, that's the whole thing. Reality is safe. This is fun. This is like, this is the core of casual ecstasy because once we learn that reality is safe. It's like, oh my God. (laughs) So all the stuff I'm feeling is just fine. Like it's okay. Like this is just my experience of being a human. I was like, oh, everything's okay. Even though I was convinced it wasn't. That's the whole thing. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And then you just start living a new kind of life. (laughs) That has always also been your life. Like there's nothing, Mm -hmm. you don't have to regret any time. Like we're basically, okay, this is how I kind of see it. It's like, I think we're all these souls that get plopped into a human body and it's, and given amnesia and you're like, okay, go on a scavenger hunt and try to remember who you are. And we go through (laughs) this life and like at a certain point, we just like, oh, oh my God, I remember. I remember. I remember. Right, right, right. I'm that great thing. (laughs) Beam of light. Uh Uh-huh. Or whatever it is that resonates with you. Yeah, it could be a a bonfire. It could be a bonfire. Or or a volcano, like what we were talking about. Yeah, or a star. Or a star. Or a supernova. Oh, we sure. could go on. Or you're just listening to every kind of light you know. Watermelon. Okay, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> I do like... Are you avoiding feeling? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you can tell me what you were gonna say. I do like to visualize water in myself as opposed to just light. It feels like it really mm. washes away a lot of stuff. Mm. It feels like, do you feel like you are the water? Yeah, like I am the oceans. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's kind of a tool I've been using to deepen my sense of safety with myself Um, and in the conversations from today I'm rather focusing on allowing the container to expand and they're going to have some water mixed in there too but I'm just kind of like really benefit benefiting from understanding that it's this container that the emotions are contained within, it's like 
really letting that become more spacious than the emotions actually need. So it's meeting their needs, meeting my needs, and beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I like this visual of just a giant bowl or a giant orb of safety and what's allowed like oh all of this is supposed to be happening even if I'm experiencing something that feels very painful or if I'm experiencing some deep grief or loss it's like visualizing myself in this as part of this larger experience in which I can still have my full range of emotions. This isn't the same as toxic positivity where you're meeting yourself with like, well, look at the big picture. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that it's like, Oh yeah. Be in that. This is painful. This is, you know, you're touching some of the darkest shadows you've ever touched maybe and at the same time that's contained within this larger field of of well-being and safety and and just what it means to be you having this human experience and as soon as that container is wide enough and vast enough to fit every single every single corner and every single turn of my human experience that's when I'm allowed to be fully me that's when it feels safe to be myself it's so true and I have had such a hard time perceiving the emotions as myself it's it's felt like I'm being bombarded by something else it's it's strange and to actually receive that as myself and and actually to experience it as coming home to myself and it's a relief is like totally counterintuitive to the fearful point of view it's like you know Aisha said it today like you know you're that's where the magic is hidden Mm -hmm. and it's just this is where the inner child is hiding Mm -hmm. so this is where life is hiding and it's just I'm not I'm not teaching somebody. I'm speaking to myself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Mm. There's such a eagerness that I feel like ready to come out of hiding. Ready to see the world as as like the most awesome playground Mm. that's amazing yeah Mm. 
taking away the lens of fear and debt, sort of an un- a general unworthiness of like just needing to be the the ideal citizen. <laughs> The elegant civilian. Oh, gosh. It's your dream. You're going to make fun of me forever. No, it's, we're doing it together, oh, right? that one. Okay, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> Joshua's dream, or like, not really, but his, what, your... My... It's your, it's your like, ego's ideal of, like, what a person ought to be. Yeah, it's, it's just one... I mean, I I have like six different egos, man. Yeah, you got so many egos. We're gonna bust them all. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of the ideals. Yeah, it's one direction I could go in. Hmm. Well, I loved like when you were talking. I just kind of saw like that all that fear and insecurity, or I forget what the other word you said. It was fear and scarcity no i i don't know stuff like that okay (laughs) from 20 seconds ago i know a long time but yeah i was like oh that's that's exactly it it's not like the fear isn't wrong that that perspective that you have and that you have had isn't wrong but right now all you're doing is wrapping it in a larger bubble of this is my human experience. I'm a human. I'm having this human experience. <laughs> and it gives me gas. <laughs> and it gives me gas. Yeah, the <laughs> bubbles create more bubbles. Butt bubbles, we might say. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it, you can, the microphone doesn't even pick up that yeah. subtle SBD. Yeah, well, it wasn't too subtle. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> It's so funny. The safer you get, the more gassy you become. And the safer it becomes to talk about gas in public. Oh, yeah, sure. We fart all the time. <laughs> anybody else? Is this <laughs> relatable? Is this relatable content? No, I'm, I'm sure we're the only ones. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think some couples don't do it in front of each other until oh, they Oh, my first relationship, I didn't. Really? Yeah. Yeah. For two years. Oh, my gosh. Did you get a lot of headaches? No, I went to the bathroom often. Okay. <laughs> Did she ever fart? I don't think so. Oh wow. I, I we just it's like we forgot. Did you ever tell each other that like that was your policy? No, I think it's we just totally forgot to bring it up or something. And you were both just like, well, I guess the answer the default is no. Yeah, it was weird. It don't was be a gross. long time ago, yeah. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Hmm. I wrote I wrote her uh, a man's letter today. Are you going to send... Did you send it to her? Yeah, I sent it to her. That's nice. Yeah. What did you need to make amends for? Um, arrogance, manipulation, um, you know, the typical. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Probably gaslighting and narcissistic behaviors. Yeah. Are yeah. you saying that? Like, did you, when you were writing it, did you really feel it? 
like did you really feel um like I yes. don't know. You did. Yes. I Did you cry? Bru- I think I almost cried. Okay. I brought up That's a sign of a non-narcissist. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just I I um brought up specific incidents to really give examples of what I was talking about. Okay. So I let myself really feel what would be the most relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was proud of myself for doing something courageous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that takes a lot of courage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel now that it's out there? Like, is there any part of you that wants uh, acknowledgement or a certain response? Or is it, was it like cathartic writing it and it's done? Yeah, it feels done. I mean, like, I'm curious if people will write me back after I do those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, but I I talk to her probably every year anyway. We were not on bad terms. Yeah. Um we don't usually have like a lot to talk about or I mean, we, maybe we do, but now you will. Yeah. Now we will. That's a good point. Um, yeah, but we get along. I, yeah, she's an interesting person. Mm-hmm. How does it feel after having written them? Like, are you feeling lighter or the same or well it's part of just kidding (laughs) i said or worse Uh, (laughs) well it's not i'm not really gauging whether it's good or bad i'm just like um noticing that it takes me it helps me feel safer with myself you know Mm -hmm. it takes me it takes me to a deeper place where i'm like okay i'm a man like I I'm like taking good care of myself I'm taking good care of the world I'm trustworthy I'm capable I'm self-directed I am nobody's bitch (laughs) (laughs) so fine list of affirmations (laughs) yeah it's like you're taking responsibility for yourself yeah and it just felt natural normally you know I and I happened to get up at 5 a.m and I was like this is a great 5 a.m thing to do wait did you wake up because uh, we I woke up at 7 30 yeah did, had you been awake already yeah and you came back in to the bed I never came back into the bed because I woke up and you were next to me no I'm not no I wasn't yeah you were no I wasn't you were next to me you are not? No. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else. Who was there in the morning? You probably remembered a different morning. I was, I thought, I could have sworn you were around. I mean, when you, I heard When you, I walked, okay, wait. I heard you get up from. 
Q's room. <laughs> oh yeah, that's great. Q's room is our guest room, and we've only really had one and a half, one guest, two guests, but <laughs> most. Did you call the other guest a half a guest? Well, it was an unplanned one night spend. <laughs> it wasn't a an overnight. Okay, so we don't give the name of the room away for for one night. No, that's fair. No, it's like a one night stand. <laughs> where, but Q, that was like an actual planned, relationship. Yeah, the stay, <laughs> and so it's Q's room. <laughs> oh my gosh, is this podcast going to be unrelatable because of all the un? The inside jokes. No, I think we've explained everything in, in detail. great detail. Great yeah. detail. You're right. You're right. So that means they're Down inside the jokes, gas. but everyone who's listening is inside of them. Yeah, we're all inside that's this what I'm, beautiful that's, journey. That is my goal. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm all about inside jokes as long as everyone's inside. Yeah. Good. All right. If you're, if you, if you're a human. You're here. You get it. Here, here. You get it. <laughs> You get it right. You you too were a light being thrust inside of a human body and given amnesia, right? And now you're just coming to. <laughs> it's a choice, babe. It's a choice. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. You chose, forced by your own will. <laughs> That's a little misleading. I'm just trying to be right. Oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's a fun game we're playing here as humans. Yeah, we're trying to fight more, to be honest. You and me? Yeah. I told I told my You're just trying to name drop all over the place. But <laughs> I told my teacher Your coach. Coach. Okay, yeah, I was looking for the right word. I told um Oh no, I forgot what I was talking about. About fighting more? Oh yeah, thanks. Um, I told him that we're gonna try to fight more if that makes sense. And he said, Oh yeah, it totally makes sense. Do it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Because like if we're just if we're if we have the value of not fighting, it's gonna lead to a wishy washy relationship. Right, you nerd. That's not how to feel <laughs> fight. <laughs> it's like anytime you try to like we get along much better whenever we're trying to fight because it's hard to find things. But the reason why fighting is important is it's not actually like fighting. Fighting is just like what we use culturally to talk about couples like not having healthy conflict. Yeah. Health, healthy conflict, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Because here's I mean, this is the programming I grew up with. Um, it's like better to just not say anything to keep the peace, keep the harmony. It's basically... Uh, like compromising um, your what you really want constantly in a relationship forever and ever and then maybe someday you'll be happy same here yeah it's like just don't say anything about any opposing view yeah or opinion yeah. you might have pretty much same here um i could prove that in enneagram types of my parents but i won't good because we <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would love to talk about the Enneagram, but that's, I feel like it's a different conversation. Sure. Yeah. Maybe, we both have maybe. two moms though. If you are, if you know. Wait, wait, wait. I think you could say that in a different way. Uh, okay. We don't clear. have. <laughs> 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 we don't each have two different moms. We each have moms, one mom that has 
the Enneagram type too. It would just to be clear, she and I don't share the same mom. We have no, we don't. We, we, we don't each have one mom have between us. A mom apiece. <laughs> <laughs> a mom apiece. A, a, like a mom apiece. a piece. That's how you could just remember us. Is we each have a mom apiece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we like to also say, okay, so a lot of moms <laughs> just start. <laughs> what is this conversation? It's, what, it's my podcast. It's so good. Okay. Um, well, so yeah, a lot of moms are Enneagram types too, because that's what women are conditioned to be in America. But some people are also just twos. Just to be clear, it's T-W-O, not Enneagram <laughs> types also. Okay, okay. TWO, the number two. Number two. So we both have type two Enneagram moms. Moms. High five. High five. Communicated. Shorthand. (laughs) Shorthand is our two moms. That is so funny. (laughs) Not to be confused with our two separate moms. Our type two moms. Yes, exactly. That is um, not diabetes related topic either. Okay, where are we even going? Where where are we coming from? Oh yes, our conditioning that tells us to be quiet and not talk about things that we actually want and desire and long for in relationships or in life when it comes to a partnership like kind of walking around in fear of like my partner is going I'm like my my relationship security is going to be threatened if I speak my mind or discover my authentic voice or I fill in the blank. Or like I'm going to freaking murder that person if I'm my true self. <laughs> oh, like or you're like afraid of yourself? Yeah, because it's You're like, like you're afraid that you're going to hurt me if you're like Dude, I want to know about that. If your true self like hates me, let's get that out now. Well, it's not it's not like about you. It's about like all women. Um no, it's it's like about other people's willpower and and for I'm I'm like discovering this as I say it, but it's it's a um sort of a a skepticism that I will totally honor my own will when I am with other people and sort of like a fear of compromising myself. So it's a lack of self-trust. Yeah. Mm, But, okay. It's kind of the same thing I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah. but, But that's like my orientation to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm afraid when I'm in social situations, I tend to abandon myself yeah, and that's in favor of what the other person wants me to be. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm actually angry about is is my own self-abandonment. But if when I'm blind to that, it's like um, I'm afraid that what I'm angry at is the other person, but it's not actually that. No, because who could be angry at me? Yeah, exactly. Because you. you're so delightful. Oh my gosh. I led you into that. Well, trap. I I also have enneagramic evidence. Yes, I'm a 7, the enthusiast. I guess we're talking about the enneagram. 
We don't have to. We can feel our feelings. Okay. We usually, yeah, there's so many. <laughs> we can talk about our feelings with the Enneagram or we can feel them with our bodies. Let's focus on using our bodies as, not even using our bodies, just noticing that our bodies are antennas. And the things that we're experiencing are like the radio signals that we're picking up. Sometimes they're directly related to our own experiences and sometimes it's related to an experience someone close to us is having or an experience the entire human collective is having. And it's just registering in our body as an emotion or a feeling. And when we see it from a more zoomed out perspective, a.k.a the larger, more expansive container of safety, when we really hold that perspective, there's nothing to be afraid of. There's, it, it's like deciding internally, there's nothing that I'm unwilling to feel. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like it's all the same stuff. It's not like, it's not like, some of it's going to hurt you and it, it can, yeah. f- it can feel like it's like, Oh, people will say like, Oh, I'm not going to go there. Like implying that it, it's actually dangerous, but it's, but that, that is the whole lie. Right. Fear's the fear of fear. Fear is the fear I of hear. fear. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I did not say that. I just, I'm quoting somebody that I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who I'm quoting, but. Well, probably people said it for a long time. Yeah, probably. But it's true, like, that we're afraid. It's like, oh, no, I can't go there. And then if you keep asking why, like, anytime you have that thought of just like, oh, no, that's too deep. Oh, no, like, oh, no, I can't go there. And if we just inquire why, we'll discover that at the root of any fear is the fear of of feeling fear. Like, you're afraid of feeling something big and intense. And if you just decide at the get-go, I'm not going, like, there's nothing I'm unwilling to feel, then you're golden, man. Everything begins at the get-go. This is the lesson of this podcast. At the (laughs) get-go. Oh, my gosh. If you're not beginning at the get-go, then you're starting in the wrong place. Can we let everyone into the inside joke from earlier today? Of when you told me that I was trying to get you to ascend into non-duality lickety split. (laughs) 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 Joshua felt like I was badgering him. I was like, oh, are you, have you attained non-duality yet? (laughs) And he was like, (laughs) God, you're just. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's like I got, are you like a cheerleader or are you like, um, what? I'm trying to think of somebody who like comes in and checks your timing. Checks your timing. <laughs> like a like a coach. Yeah, it's it's like I'm in the ring and you're the coach or the referee. Referee, there you go. Sure. Yeah. I'm a cheerleader. All of the above. I just want to know what to cheer for. <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> That's so funny. 
I'll give you something to cheer for. Give me something. <laughs> I'll give you something to cheer about. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> I'll give you something to cheer about. Yeah, exactly. That's our new. We could just go through and change all of the intimidating phrases to be <laughs> to be pessimistic. Yeah, I love that. Is the are we out of time yet? No, we still uh, we we've been talking for thirty five minutes and fifty six seconds. Oh, nice, nice. This is so nice. Yeah, I love it. I, this is this is really nice because I'm. Yeah, I want I want this podcast to feel like we're sitting around in the living room talking, which is exactly what we're doing. <laughs> and I don't want to feel sometimes like. I don't know, publishing a podcast feels like I should be an expert in something or I should try to, you know, make myself sound good. And it's just so silly, the thoughts that come up around it, like the associations I have around what a what a podcaster is supposed to be like. I mean, we all know at the end of the day, just be yourself. But when it comes down to it, when push comes to shove, at the get go and beyond. At the get go too. Yeah, it's it's like what that no that person that's who you want me to be right now, really all the way. It's like all these voices are just like, don't let them know you're just a you're just a gal in your pajamas in the living room. Be more professional. Wow, you really gave away the whole farm. I know. I'm only half in my pajamas. Okay. What's the other half? It's a shirt I wore all day. Oh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll probably still wear to bed, but it was it started as non pajamas. So. Well, I think it's made the the cross. I think it's crossed over. It's now pajama shirt. Yeah. Oh man. Because you Oh my god. Once you're in your pajamas, you're in your pajamas. <laughs> I still have to take off my bralette. Let? It's not a full-on bra. Oh. It's just like a, it's just fabric. You just wrap around the titties. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to catch up on this stuff one of these days. <laughs> one of these days. Yeah, <laughs> listen to the pod. Lots of info in there. <laughs> okay, so how's your magma going, Mr. Mister Feeling Man? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you may. <laughs> you seem really, yeah, like your energy feels light to me. And it feels, I mean, I don't mean, I know we talked a lot about light beings, but I just mean, a, I feel a lightness like in you that feels refreshing. Like you're kind of giving yourself a break. <sighs> yeah, that would be the general direction. Yeah, just like let yourself off the hook. Let yourself kind of just straight up chill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I used that line in the, talking to Aisha today also. I, she was like, you just got to stay in the experience and just stay put. And I'm like, just like straight up chill. She was like, yes. Yeah. You're doing a great job of straight up chilling. Thank you. Hmm. 
like letting go of like needing to you don't need to do anything you're just you're just the witness to the experience you're going through right and this is kind of what i was talking about earlier is when you say you don't need to do anything it doesn't register (laughs) it it leaves me with okay so where do i focus Mm -hmm. and that's why this thing helped me earlier today focusing on the the ever expanding container of that's that's holding your perceived experience and by by actually focusing on that and letting that grow and like seeing that growing mm-hmm. it knows me what to breathe into basically yeah that's so cool i i totally Did relate I to it that knows me it knows me. Yeah, I don't I think know. I said that wrong. That I was weird. Yeah. <laughs> I was just. I just what, figured what it. happens when I'm feeling things get weird. Mm-hmm. I say stuff that don't make no sense. No, that's right. You just throw that out the window. Like, give yourself a freaking break, man. Straight up, chill. Uh, that that uh, resonates though, because you know it's kind of like when it's like. Just let go. Don't do anything. Don't, you don't need to, you are enough. Don't do a thing. You know, like whatever. Yeah, it's like platitudes at some point. What? At some point, it's just like platitudes. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's hard to connect to an actual orientation or like directive. Like the mind likes to have a focus, likes to have a goal, likes to have something to do. And validating that has been powerful for me today. yeah, Yeah, yeah. So like, Focusing, giving your mind a positive focus of like simply expand the container that your inner world is occurring within. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, that's. That your inner world is occurring within. That's really nicely said. Thanks. Oh, no problem. Hmm. It's like, what's the. The glove that it's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it wants to take off the glove. Oh, yeah. That sounds nice. And go for a little dip in a pool. Oh. or It could be a pool. In the volcano. Mm-hmm. Dip in the volcano. I never really went into the volcano metaphor, but I think everyone's probably going to get it. It's like, basically, your consciousness is the... Is the... Uh, I heard that knuckle crack. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. It was cool. Um... Yeah, like thinking of the container that we're talking about as consciousness. Maybe we could talk about it as the masculine, the inner masculine is the mountain, which contains, and let's say that the mount, this mountain is volcanic, perhaps a volcano, we can say. Um, but the mountain is the container, is the the masculine, our consciousness, our awareness, this like ever expanding foundation of presence and then inside is insane like super hot magma from the earth like moving around sometimes it might splutter out splutter what is that splatter splutter is a cool word too it is a cool word i'm not gonna change it okay splutter out it's gonna it's gonna trickle down like all of that lava like that 
to me feels like the inner world of the feminine and like our what would we call it just our emotional body our um you know still very rooted and part of mother earth but this like flowing watery version um that might feel kind of tumultuous mm-hmm. at times right mm-hmm. like there's explosive uh lava stuff happening and the mountains <laughs> jump explosive lava stuff happening it's a, it's a volcanic eruption we could Love say it. i'm not a meteorologist but <laughs> there's is that who would know i don't know who would know i, I definitely a don't know okay dog this is the weather of the earth <laughs> Geology is the weather of the earth. When and when I say dog, it was like D A W G, like you, my dog. Thank you for the clarification. Yeah, I mean, for somebody that could sound really rude if they took it the wrong way. I don't want anyone ever to be offended by this podcast. Let me just make that as a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, do not. Just kidding. Ever, I have to assume that someone's gonna be really offended by this. Don't, I don't. Don't do it. I'm already assuming it. That's what I already Just tell them not to. Please don't be offended. <laughs> We're nice people. <laughs> well, that's really convincing. Oh no. <laughs> We're just <laughs> I'm just joking. If you don't like us by now, why are you listening? <laughs> if you're hate listening to this, please stop. Just go do something that makes you happy. <laughs> <laughs> like like for example. For example, They'd go to the park. I don't know who they are. If they don't like <laughs> me, I don't know what they like. Probably vampires. <laughs> I don't dislike vampires either. Wait, you mean that's what they like or that's what they are? That's what they like. Okay. Um, like, I don't know. What are... Yeah. Th- we've really gotten off on a tangent. <laughs> and I'm I just trying to... we don't to really need the answer to that one, do we? No, we don't. It was a riff and we're done riffing. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm going to try to just remember if I left riff any. Master room. 3000. Oh my gosh. Is that my nickname? Yeah. Thank you. So going back to the magma. Oh yeah. So the, the mountain's job, even during a volcanic eruption, if the mountain is not freaking out. I want everyone to understand this. The mountain is not freaking out. Oh my God. Get no. rid of all that magma. Yeah, exactly. Like that's if that's what you're imagining the the mountain is saying during a volcano or a volcanic eruption, that's a sign that your inner masculine's probably freaking out too. Right? Like mm-hmm. what is the way that you're imagining the mountain during a volcano is kind of like the container that you're holding for yourself during your own emotional uh, experiences. So she's saying the mountain is straight up chill. I'm just saying the reality, the reality of volcanoes is that the mountain is fine. Like the mountain's built for that. The mountain is made to explode. It's like, it's not freaking out. It's just like, okay, cool. Now I have a huge hole in my head. You know, (laughs) the mountain is cool. It's adaptable. It's like just transitioning into its next, phase of existence and it's the meaning that we place onto it that that makes it so that the mountain's freaking out because it has lava running down its cheek 
And, you know, the reality is some volcanoes are super volcanoes and some volcanoes are mega volcanoes. And they come in all different shapes and sizes and none are better than others. And some are near port villages. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Some are near um, slightly more populated areas. And some shoot purple lava. And even if that's not true, technically, it's building an analogy that everyone is different and that's okay. Yeah, definitely. Everyone has... And some some volcanoes are dormant. Some explode in this lifetime. Some do not explode in this lifetime. Oh, yeah. Some volcanoes... I mean, some... Some mountains are just mountains. There's no real volcano stuff in them. Although, I feel like if if Mother Nature wanted to make a mountain a volcano, she could do it. You just need to drill deep enough. You just, yeah, or like up enough. I don't know. It's hard to say. Right. Um, right. Any, what I'm trying to say is don't judge your process. Be yourself. Do all the platitudes. What? This might not feel super relevant to you, but like I find it relevant. So then it means it's relevant to us. It's relevant to us. Great. Is magma metal? Is it? Is it like? Is it magnetic? Hmm. I don't know. I think it's um. Gosh. This would be great. I'm going to just Google it. I oh, mean, that's how to use Google right that's there. That's how we do it. We've got five minutes left to talk, and then it's time to say goodbye. Dang. Um, and let's end with a real hard fact here. <laughs> <laughs> just to really round things out properly. Yeah. <laughs> what, the, what the heck? Okay. Magma is the molten or... Semi-molten, this is from Wikipedia, by the way, cite your sources. Okay. Or, or semi-molten natural material from which all, freaking heck, a hard word to say. Oh, I can't wait. Igneous, mm. igneous rocks are formed. Magma, so it's it's a pre-rock. It's, it's liquid rock. Yeah. Uh, magma is found beneath the surface of the earth. And evidence of magmatism, what is also, what is that word, has also been discovered on other terrestrial planets and some natural satellites. Wow, that'd be a good band name, actually. Magmatism? Yeah. It's like magnetism, but with with a ma. Yeah, yeah. That could be like... Another ma. I'm going to see if the URL is available. (laughs) Oh, my God. Domains are your domain. Um, besides molten rock, magma may also contain suspended crystals and gas bubbles. Oh, full circle to your explosive gas bubble. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, um we're, we're looking for the magnetic properties. Okay. Sorry. I didn't really get there yet. That's um, okay. oh, physical and chemical properties. Okay. Um, it's not really telling me. Okay. Silica. I guess instead of just reading the whole page, I could search for is magma is magma magnetic. 
if that works for you. It does work for me. I can Google stuff. Great. I love to just type things into Google as I would speak. Is magma mag? Yeah, that's funny. Magnetic. She'll type in like, "How are these things related?" Yeah. Um, at this point, the molten rock has not completely solidified. Okay, this is not an answer to the question. <laughs> um, okay. Hawaiian lava contains much iron and can form magnetic mati- materials. Oh. So maybe certain lava does. So it depends on what is like carried in the in the magma. Huh. These crystals can make lava quite magnetic when it cools below. 550 degrees celsius which folks is too hot if you ask me wow um gosh i have so many questions i don't think that we should really go into it okay (laughs) i'm just i'm just getting a lot of visuals but i don't need any more of the science okay okay cool okay well thank you for for joining me on this journey Likewise, thank you for do. Oh wait, I need to check. In. Are you? Do you feel? How do you feel? Ecstatic, perhaps? Yeah. Casual. Yeah. yeah I feel this like is definitely a casual episode. Pajamas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pajamas. Um, I've been going through lots of ecstatic experiences during this conversation. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah. Well. There you have it, folks. Casual ecstasy achieved. <laughs> I hope that you feel uh, casually ecstatic as well. And we'll see you. Well, we'll see you with our mouths and with your ears. I'm just saying it's not a it's not a see you kind of thing. It's a hear you thing. Yeah. like Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Good That's one. what I should say. Okay, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Good Thank one. you so much for being here. And cheers. Cheers. Good night. Talk to you. Good. And with that, <laughs> good night. Go, I mean, or goodbye. Just or just goodbye. Talk yeah. to you soon. Talk to you later. No, you hang up first. You hang up no, first. No, you. You hang up no, first. No, you. Okay. Okay, I will. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode of Casual Ecstasy, I would love if you would share it with other people who might enjoy it as well. And if you would like to continue the conversation, I would love to share my book with you. It's an illustrated memoir, uh, essentially about how I discovered casual ecstasy within myself. Um, and it's called fed up an illustrated guide to food freedom. You can find out more about it and order it at the fed up book.com. <laughs>